Good morning, everyone. This is Crystal, your favorite King podcaster. Hope everyone is doing great on this cold but beautiful day. Although, <laughs> I work night, so I got out at 6 this morning, and it was a little on the icy side. So I can't know if it's exactly beautiful per se here. But, not too bad. It looks like the sun's coming out. Or at least trying to. So, that's something, right? (laughs) I hope everyone had a great weekend. I'm sorry I'm a day behind. Usually I try between Friday and Saturday, sometimes Sunday. Oh my gosh, I almost lost my voice. (laughs) Sometimes Sunday, but I just, with the holidays fast approaching, I just was not up to it, so I'm doing it now, as you can tell. Um, I hope everyone's done, um, I hope everyone is done with their Christmas shopping. Or at least close to it. I am just about done. There's a few more things I have to do. So, and I just bit my tongue. Great. I'm off to a lovely start, as you can, <laughs> as you could probably hear in my voice. Mm. My tongue hurts now. And so, anyways. I'm going to try to talk without sounding too weird. Because apparently I don't know how to talk and I bit my tongue. And I did it again. Mm. Yeah. I am just not having a good day already and it's just starting. Oh boy. Or maybe... Well, my day's ending, or however you want to see it, I don't know. But you know what I mean. So, today we are going to talk about after... Oh my goodness! Excuse me. Um, as I was saying, today we are going to talk about aftercare. Uh, I can't multitask, sorry. I just received a, a message, so. um, And it was about work, so I had to answer that. <laughs> um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, I'm yawning. I am so, so, so sorry. And now I'm drooling. Great. <laughs> Anyways, well, now we can't say that I literally never got wet for you people. So, (laughs) um, no, never thought that kind of wetness, but hey, whatever works, right? (laughs) Um, let's see. Mm. 
Yeah, I cut myself deep. Mm. Anyways, all right. When within the lifestyle, you'll hear multiple people, you know, and dynamics mention aftercare a lot. And if you don't know, you'll soon. Yeah, I can't even talk today. I shouldn't be doing this today. You'll soon. You will soon learn how important important aftercare is. I promise you guys, I am not drunk. I don't know what it is today, so bear with me. Let's blame on the holiday season. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, um, but yeah, and excuse me. So, aftercare is extremely important. So, whenever you get into a dynamic. Or whenever you're just doing a session with someone, you don't even have to be in a dynamic, but someone you know or feel comfortable with, and you want you're at these events or parties or just even in private, you want to do a session or a scene or whatever. Then you know you need to make sure that they understand that you need aftercare. A lot of it's. I guess you could say it's common sense. Um, a lot. A lot of people will assume, you know, you're going to want aftercare. You're going to need it, but in the end, they're not mind readers. Some people might be like, no, no, no I don't need that. Just let's do this, this, and that's a possibility. So, you just got to, you know, communication is key. Like I said before, make sure you go and talk to, and I hear my cats fighting. The new baby we we got is full of it, and he likes to be a little terror. So, you're going to hear a lot of moving around that's me because I literally have to lock the door I'm in so he doesn't distract me come here you little cubby you leave Gracie alone you stay in here until I'm ready I do apologize. It's okay, Gracie. It's like World War Two with the cat sometimes. So I just have to keep an eye on him. Because what it is is he's young. He wants to play. And 
our other cat, she's older. I mean, not old, old. She's probably about five years old, seven years old. And she, you know, sometimes she gets fed up because the problem with him is he doesn't know when to quit. And she gets tired after a while. And she's, so she lets him know and he doesn't stop. So that's when we have to separate them at times. So, anyways. <sighs> Where were we? Oh, yeah, aftercare. So make sure, you know, I mean, usually people know, yeah, they most likely need aftercare, especially doing this, this, and this. But they're not mind readers. <sighs> so please. Communicate. Communication is key. Even if you're not in a dynamic, you need to communicate with whoever you're trusting to do a scene with. You need to make sure you both are on the same page. If there's no, you know, you got to make sure that they know the importance for you to have aftercare. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I say this with so much emotion. Always make sure there is time for aftercare. Always make sure your partner understands that. Make sure that you understand if you're the one giving your partner, you know, if you're the one being the dominant or the top or whatever you want to, you know, call yourself. If you're the one restraining that person, doing impact play, doing whatever, you need to make sure that you make time to do aftercare for that person. You just... You need to. That's all there is to it. Because there is no excuse why you put someone through an emotional roller coaster, a physical roller coaster, mental roller coaster, and don't reward them with aftercare. There's no need for that. It's uncalled for. You need to make sure that you give that person the aftercare that they deserve. And vice versa. You know, if you're the one who needs the aftercare, again, no one's a mind reader. Communicate. Be like, listen, yeah, we could do that. Just make sure that I get my aftercare. And if they're not your partner, they're not going to know what aftercare you need. So you might have to go into details like, listen, we could do this, but just make sure, you know, this is what I like as an aftercare and da-da-da. So the reason why I say this is because a friend of mine went to this event with her partner, her dom at the time. And 
they couldn't do a scene because other people were in the areas and stuff like that. So, towards the end of the event, they finally had a little bit of time. So, they did their scene. But, it, you know, their scene literally ended right before it was time for them. They literally ended their scene. They had to pack up and leave. Pack up, clean that area quick, and leave. Because everything's closing. Um, so, they didn't have time to do aftercare. So he told her that, um, and I understand, it's hard to do aftercare in front of so many people, depending on what you need. But you still make time, whether it's there or take it somewhere private or whatever. You still need to make sure you do the aftercare. So anyways... So, he told her he would do the aftercare home as soon as they get home. So, they packed up and everything. She was kind of disappointed that they had to cut their scene short. But, it is what it is. They, you know, there's nothing they could do. So, they went home and stuff like that. And by the time they settled down and she got ready and stuff like that, you know how... You just come back from an event and you rather you get into comfy clothes or you just take off your makeup and your shoes or you take a quick shower or whatever you do to wind down. Okay. So she gets home and they get settled down, whatever. And she went to him for her aftercare. But he didn't want to be bothered with it because he told her that, you know, I'm tired. We'll do it some other time. And he literally fell asleep shortly after that. Like, don't say we'll do a scene and then we'll do aftercare. If we don't have time for aftercare, we'll do it when we get home and then not be able to do it. Because now, he left her, um, he left her feeling empty and neglected. She felt hurt and alone because she didn't get the aftercare she needed. You know, she, when someone needs that aftercare and you take that from them, that's probably as just as worse as, I don't know if you guys ever heard the saying, sub-drop. But sometimes that could be worse. Or it could be a combination of both. You have that and then you have this sub-drop. You know what I'm saying? So, you need to make sure you find time for aftercare. Because now, you know, the last thing you want is... To have a partner that trusts you and you let them down in a big way. 
and don't think nothing of it. Listen, that person trusted you to submit to, to do what you want or what is negotiated. And you can't offer that in return because that's part of the negotiation. Before you get into any dynamic or before you do a scene or whatever, you tell them, you know, what was sucked was this guy was her partner. So he should have known better. And in nothing against him. The guy's a good guy. He really is. But that was uncalled for. Your sub needed that aftercare. You know, even if it was something small. And people might say, oh, well, if she took a shower, that should be her aftercare. No, there's a difference between doing something, you know, because everyone's different. Some people does their own aftercare, which they call self-care. Yeah, we need that sometimes once in a while, too. But usually the aftercare is from the partner helping you with this aftercare. Um, you know, or some might be like, I just want to be in the tub by myself and relax. That's my aftercare. And that's completely fine. Nothing wrong with that. But especially if it's your partner, then he should be the one getting your tub, bathtub ready. You know, that's his job as a dominant, as a top. He was able to top you. He was able to dominate you. And... You know, you gave him that. And now he has to give in return, which is, you know, um, your aftercare. And that's why this is also what we call power exchange. You know, each party gets something out of something. And that's just how it is. Like, now, for example, um... I forgot what I was going to say. My mind just went blank. Oh, yeah. For example, like me. I need aftercare. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I need some type of aftercare. And it doesn't have to be anything specific. As long as I know I'm getting aftercare... It means a lot to me. And aftercare is anything I feel um, is soothing, relaxing. And my dom is being part of that aftercare. So, um, and because, especially because I'm not a masochist, but my dom is a sadist. Okay, and... I let him, because he has earned that trust, he he has earned that right that he could, because I'm accepting him for who he is, which he's a sadist. I don't like pain. I don't want to get, get you know, needles in me or get paddled hard. 
time riding, you know, black and blue, purple, red, my ass is red, whatever. I don't like pain. I can't tolerate pain. But because it's who he is, I accept him for who he is. And that means for him to do what he loves and what comes natural to him. And that's hurting, you know. He's a sadist, so he's going to do this, this, and this. And it's because of that, though, that I need aftercare more than ever. And I'm not saying that, oh, I need it more than someone so, but, you know, because everyone's different. Everyone needs aftercare. Even a masochist, they need aftercare, even though they like pain. It still hurts them, so they're going to need some type of aftercare. You know, rather it's having their dom, you know, or master or mistress or whoever make them lay down so they could put ointment on their bruised bottom, excuse me, or whatever. So, it's extremely important. And I know if my dom or my master were to tell me, I'm sorry, I can't do aftercare. We'll just do this, this, and then we got to get going. No. Because I'm not going to go through any type of pain and not have time to reflect. Not have time to come back from a session because I think it would break me emotionally because that's how much I need the aftercare. Is anyone that does any intense session will need aftercare? I mean, mine aren't. I don't want to jinx it. I really don't want to jinx it. Um, he, I must say, as I say this, he does go easy on me a lot. Um, but he's working. He's he's working up more painfully. Um, because the last time I was with him, uh, he put a butt plug in me. It was hard because I never really had anything in there. So, but the last, but I also had this vibrating one. But I just showed him it. I didn't, I didn't plan on using it because it was bigger than the other one. And I knew it would not fit. So... He had me lying down and stuff like that. So then he took the one out and he tried pushing the other one. I said, no, no, no. It's not going to fit. And he kept on pushing. So I would crawl away a little and he would actually pin me down a little bit and push further. And it was actually really starting to hurt. Even though he made sure he lubed it and stuff like that. And I said, no, no, no. To the point I was actually in pain. 
and he was able to put it in. But I felt such an intense pain at that moment that I felt like I was going to pass out. Now, please keep in mind, I don't want people saying, oh my God, what he did was wrong. That You know, I never gave him my safe word. Yeah, I technically don't have one, but he knows if I was screaming red or whatever, then he would respect that and he would stop. So just keep that in mind that I didn't say anything to make, to warrant him to stop. Although I did say stop, I didn't use a safe word, I guess you can say. Because even though I don't have a safe word for, you know, me and him already talked about it, I don't have a safe word. But at the same time, I guess you could say we have an invisible safe word. Like, he knows if it gets to that point, something's up, something's wrong, and stuff like that. So just keep that in mind. So anyways, I felt sick when it went through. I felt like I was going to pass out. And I was just trying to breathe, trying to breathe. Um, And I just needed like 10 minutes of just... I knew I would be okay once I had that 10 minutes. But I think after 4 minutes, he turned the vibrating on. And I wasn't ready for that because I was still in so much pain. And I'm like, no. But after like another three minutes of it going, then I started to get horny again and stuff like that. So, you know, and it took me a freaking while to get that stupid plug out. I thought I was going to have to like, I don't know, like poop it out or something because like I'm pulling at it trying to pull it out and I'm trying to like push <laughs> at the same time it was I'm like oh god I, I hated it I hated it <laughs> but I you know we got through it and afterwards, after I washed up and stuff like that, I was still sore. I was walking and t- kind of funny because, again, it's tight down there. I'm, you know, I'm not used to anything in there. And then something bigger. So I was, like, all out of sorts. But then we had my aftercare, which... It was just me curled up into him, him holding me, caressing me, and while the TV's on and stuff like that. And that just lulled me to sleep. Like, it just, I felt at ease after that. And that's what I'm saying. So please make sure if any type of session is done that you do aftercare. If you don't have time for that, then hold off on doing the sessions because you want to make sure you have time for aftercare.
So I don't care how, where you do the ethic care, how you do it, but just please make sure you do it. It's extremely important. So, um, but like I was saying, aftercare could be many different ways. Like me, I'm very easygoing. And I consider aftercare anything that's soothing. So if my butt is sore, you know, and my down wants to put ointment and massage it a little bit on it, to me... that's a little aftercare. He's being tender, you know, and stuff like that. Me curling up and him caressing me while I fall asleep. That's aftercare. If he puts in, you know, a bubble bath for me and helps me into the tub, that's aftercare. Me just laying in the tub with candles, that's aftercare for me. Um, anything that's just relaxing, you know, or if he just, you know, has me laying down and pat my head, that is relaxing, believe it or not. At least to me it is. You know, you can have someone, you know, give your feet a massage after... You know, or if you were chained up for so long and you have bruises there, have them massage that area if it's not too painful, you know, and whatnot. So it it definitely varies. So please make sure that you go through all this and you talk and you find out what's best for you. Um... Or even if, you know, you have after him and then he makes you, he has you lay down and listen to music while he brings you, I don't know, breakfast, dinner, or a little snack, you know, and then, you know, anything that's just relaxing, you know, I could just close my eyes, listen to music, have my shoulders massaged, to me that's relaxing. That's aftercare. There's so many different ways to do aftercare. Everyone's different. Well, maybe aftercare for me might not be it for you or vice versa. You might think doing yoga is a form of aftercare. You know, if you're down, like, hey, I know we both like doing yoga because it's relaxing. Let's do that as your aftercare. Although I don't see how yoga could be aftercare because... I've done a little yoga. It looks relaxing, but when you're actually doing all those stretches and stuff, uh uh-uh, that's, I don't care what anyone says, that's not relaxing, that's exercising. And when you exercise, you sweat, okay? That's nothing soothing about it. But a lot of people, I mean, I see all these people doing yogas and it looks so relaxed and calm and then you have me and I'm like, nope, here I am sweating and <laughs> I'm like, ew, this is not, yoga is actually harder than people think, so. 
So, yeah, unless you're one of those people that has flexibility like crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> so, but you get what I'm saying, though. You know, whatever you like. Or if just in a hot tub. Oh, I need to get myself a hot tub. <laughs> um, but, yeah. You know, just relax in a hot tub or... You know, just something, anything that you consider relaxing, soothing after a hard session or any session for that matter. Take advantage of it. You need the aftercare. It helps your mindset. I know it helps me. So. So please, 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 I repeat. Please make sure that um, that you have aftercare, okay? Um, now, I talked, you might, through this episode, I said it a couple times about subspace, I'm not going to really go into detail about it because I personally never really dealt with subspace. Um, Because I have, my mind is always uh, submissive towards my dominant. Is not, you know, I never actually had subjob before. At least not yet, really. Knock on wood. I mean, yeah, I get <sighs> exhausted and stuff like that, but I don't think I've ever had sub drop. So I think I'm going to hold off to discuss that until I have, I might have my friend come on. Um, She, she was a guest speaker before. Um, Harley, her name is. I might see if she wants to be a guest again, a speaker, and um, because I I know she's dealt with subjob and stuff like that, so I think it's important that we discuss that. You know, um, maybe next episode I'll talk. I'll get to her and. I know Christmas is approaching, so it's hard for people to be available around the same time. So, but yeah, find out when it's best for her, and we could do the thing because I think it's extremely important for you guys to know sub drop and because a lot of people get sub drop and even doms get dom drops, you know, so. But that's for another time. Oh, speaking of doms. Now, I was just saying that we need aftercare. Well, there are times where, believe it or not, doms need aftercare. You know, so it probably won't hurt to, you know. And that's another thing. We need to do aftercare. You, you know, there's going to be times where... You both need that aftercare. 
So you want to do something that's mutual, like cuddling and just caressing each other while you're watching TV. Or you don't even have to be watching TV. Excuse me, you could just be laying down and just enjoying each other's company. Or both go into a jacuzzi or a hot tub and stuff like that. Um, sometimes the down will perform his aftercare for you. But once you, you know, get your aftercare, you might have to be like, hey, why don't I help you, you know? And there's times where, so a lot of times downs just, you know, they just want to be alone, whatever. But some downs actually needs some type of aftercare too. So like, for example, if he just gave you a massage and you're relaxed and whatever, and then you could be thinking, well, thank you, sir, or master, or whatever you call them, you know, daddy or mistress or mommy. Let me give you one and see what they say. If they want, you know, that type of aftercare, great. And if not, and if they're completely okay with not having anything, then at least you gave that option, you know. Like, it shows them that you care if they need it, too, and stuff like that. Because there's some doms that, you know, doms won't usually say, oh, I need aftercare, too. Or, hey, what are you going to do for me for aftercare? You know, the their job as a dom is to take care of their submissives. But keep in mind, submissive's job is to also help their doms. So, you definitely want to, it won't hurt to be like, well, you want to, you know, sometimes you got to do that. Especially if you're doing something that's not mutual. Like, say, if he was giving you a massage, he's not relaxing because he's still working with his hands and stuff like that. So, you want to be like, yeah, let me do it for you, too, after and whatever. See what happens. So... But yeah, so aftercare, even doms could use some aftercare once in a while. So please make sure you um, you help them with that. Although when they're beating your ass and their hand hurts, sometimes it's like you're thinking, do I really want to help him heal his hands more so he could beat me more? Mm. I think not, <laughs> but hey, he's going to beat you one way or another, so <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just delay that, thank you very much, that's my thinking, that might be the brand in me though, <laughs> so, uh, alrighty everyone, thank you for listening, I know I I started off a little weird, excuse me, a little weird, me butting my tongue, me not being able to talk, and all this. (laughs) So, this is going on 9 o'clock, my time in the morning, which is Eastern time, and I need to get some sleep. I didn't sleep that good yesterday, 
So, thank you all for listening. Please be safe. You know, whether it's the weather or there are crazy people. Um, Remember the meaning of Christmas. Don't get too carried away. What I mean by that is crazy-ass people running people over just to get something from one aisle. Like, don't try to kill people trying to buy gifts. So, just be careful, everyone. It's People can be crazy around this time of year. So... Um, but yeah, so be safe, be healthy, and I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. Christmas is Sunday. I'm going to try to do it, you know, I'm going to try to do an episode Friday or Saturday. We shall see. Um, I can find out from my friend about sub drop. Stuff like that. So. And maybe she'll be a guest speaker. If not, then hopefully the following week. So. Anyways, I'm going to let you all go. Thank you all for being patience with patience. Oh my gosh. I can't talk. <laughs> Here we go again. Thank you all for being patient with me, for listening, for following. I appreciate you all. I'm grateful. And I just love you all. And if we were in person with percent, of course, I'd give you all booby hugs. Those are my favorite types of hugs. Just so you know, anyone who knows me will tell you that. <laughs> So I tell everyone, even online, they're like, booby hugs. <laughs> There's a time I actually tell someone, I go, I know this might not be appropriate, but booby hugs. <laughs> they're like, hey, you can give me booby hugs all you want. <laughs> so, but yeah. So anyways, I will see or I will talk to you guys. Actually, I can say next weekend. Is this weekend already? Yikes. Okay, so I will talk to you guys this weekend. So, thank you all again for listening. I, I appreciate you all. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Mwah.